one of the hottest topics that is playing out there on the internet is the subject of the conflict between the submarines. Now, it's interesting. This is why you need an independent media. All you're hearing is a sanitized version with some terrible accident. 14 Russian sailors were killed. They were inside Russian waters. And the rest of us in the independent media, who are truly independent media and not uh, elitist stooges, have been reporting just the opposite. And the evidence is now overwhelming. Our sources independently are telling us all the same things. They want the truth out as well, too. And we're going to talk about what the truth is about the event between the Russian submarines, two of them, and the United States submarine, who we still do not have an identity on yet. My name is Dave Hodges. I'm the host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America, one enslaved mind at a time. We're brought to you by Noble Gold IRA. All you want and all you need is operating capital in your bank account. Anything else, you're losing money. So you need to find a good investment. Well, gold and the Noble Gold IRA is really the way to go. They combine the two together, and they are winners. People are making record profits. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com. The link is in the description box, or you can give them a call at 877-646-5347. That's 877-646-5347. Tell them Dave Hodges of The Common Sense Show sent you. The the conflict in which reportedly the American submarine has been scuttled. And they're not going to be able to hide this for long if this part of it's true. We do know the Russians had casualties. We do know the Russians were using a submersible. We do know they were involved in a retrieval operation inside of American waters. Those are the things that we absolutely know for, tr- for sure. However, what's come to light from my best source And there are other sources telling other people in the independent media the same exact thing. The Russians were there to cut Internet cables. Now, don't panic. It's not the Internet that you use to watch Netflix. It was military Internet cables. Some of the communications that are done between military units are done via the Internet, and they were attempting to cut the cables. And you're thinking, is that all it was? That's no big deal. That's been the reaction of a couple people I've shared the story with. Well, those people don't understand how military operations take place. When you attack someone, the first thing that you do is take out their command and control. You take out their detection devices like radar. You also take out their communications. You take out their command and control. And this is what the Russians appear to have wanted to do to the United States was an attack imminent upon the United States. This explains precisely why Pence was called back to the White House. Trump was indisposed and exposed overseas and would not have been able to do much. Pence would have been at the heart of the command center and probably would have been calling a good amount of the shots. The United States clearly saw this for what it was instantaneously, This is why NATO went into a panic. This is why the European Union leaders met. This is why Israel hunkered down with their top people. And they were of the opinion that if the command and control had gone down, they were instantly going to attack Iran before they were attacked. That's the word that I'm getting. In addition, we know the COBRA of the UK went into secret meetings at the same time. These events aren't isolated, and Putin was recalled. This was a move designed to take down military command and control 
And you only do that for one reason. That's a prelude to attack. Is that how close we came to war? Was Russia planning to attack the United States by blinding us before we could attack Iran? That's my operating hypothesis right now. And it happens to be the hypothesis of the RSOF source that I've been consulting with. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a very, very, very big deal. And this is why I'm going to take the time right now to tell you that if war does break out, you cannot be assured that you're going to have the necessities you need for survival in your home. And what do you need? And I'm going to go through these very briefly. You need food and water. That's number one above all else. But also, too, for the people who don't have sustainable environments, you're going to need guns and ammo to protect yourselves from these people. And what do you need for house fighting? Shotguns and pistols. You do need a rifle with some range on it, though. Someone decides they want to get out at about 400, 500, 800 yards and start firing pot shots at you before they try to take you over. Depends on your environment. If you're in a rural environment, the latter scenario is something you really need to be concerned about. If you're in an urban environment, that's probably not something you've got to worry about. You've got to worry about close-in fighting. But you need to have the right firearm. Personal defense is fine. And this is, you're getting this message from someone who looks for nonviolent solutions to problems. But in a chaotic situation, an invasion situation, a civil unrest situation, and you're in your home, you have the right to self-defense. And sometimes that self-defense involves using uh, lethal means. So food, water, guns, ammo. Have you considered the medicine aspect of it? Some people have chronic conditions. You can't really stockpile prescription medication. It's very difficult to do without denying yourself you know, consistent use of the drug. So natural health care is a way to go. And I would always say, store the equivalent. If you're on prescription medication and you think it's working, great, stay with it. But you need to find an alternative as a backup for a long-term solution to a shortage problem for your prescriptions. So am I saying ditch big pharma? No, I'm saying follow what you think you should be doing. But you need to make sure that you have something long-term. What's long-term? At least six months for all of these things. So you need food, water, guns, ammo. Medicine. Now, if you think this crisis could go on for a long time, you probably want to have some gold because the money in your bank is going to be worthless. So you should take a good portion of that money out and convert it into gold and find a place to hide it. And I do mean hide it. You could have governments that make it illegal. Well, Roosevelt did that to America in 1932. You have people that don't want to steal it. So you'll want to hide it. Why? Because every crisis ends and every crisis has survivors. And those who come out the other side with something tangible and valuable will be the economic winners. They'll be the leaders, economically speaking. So that's all we say, food, water, guns, gold, ammo, medicine. You'll need everyday tools, everyday average tools. And I really, I'm telling you right now, folks, um, screwdrivers, wrenches, consult, look at the things that could break in your house and ask yourself what you would need to fix it. That's what you need. And you need allies. You need like-minded people within close vicinity to yourself who you all can depend on to help protect each other. You can't do it to yourself. Most homes are too exposed. If you live in an apartment, great. You still need people in your area to help you. You also need an escape plan. Is there a place you could go and hide? 
if your place was overrun or if you're afraid it was going to be overrun. Those are some basic essentials for you to consider. That's why I always say when you're considering, you know, preparation, food, water, guns, gold, ammo, medicine, tools, the Bible, certainly, and your allies. There's other things you need, too. I mean, part of the tools is having a flashlight, a really good flashlight. And I recommend a solar-powered flashlight because if this goes on very long, you don't know how long your batteries are going to last. Solar-powered is really the way to go. Uh, communications devices, when you get into a second level there, water filtration is really important as well, too. That's a first-level concern. You'll always find water, but it won't necessarily be drinking water. But if you have water filtration, there's a good chance you can change the standing water that you wouldn't drink or couldn't drink and shouldn't drink into drinkable water. So there's another aspect to consider when you look at this. Uh, we, I believe, came very close to war, and I think the Russian plans were thwarted by this submarine. And I am surprised we're not hearing, and I, and I raised this question with my source. I said, why are we not hearing stories about the rise in DEFCOM levels? He said, because as that submarine approached, he said, those DEFCOM levels already went up. And he said, in those kinds of situations, he said, they do not release what the DEFCOMs are. And he said, we may never know. He said, but I guarantee you, we were on alert. Well, we also know we've seen the transfer of planes in certain parts of the world now. For example, in the Middle East, I know that they've just sent in several F-16s to accompany F-35s. I do know that absolutely that has happened. I also know some of the crew chiefs for the F-35s and the F-16s have been on alert and their leaves have been canceled. Not all of them, some of them. So how serious is this? Well, I guess time will tell. Will the Russians come back and try again? I don't think they'll try this tactic because they tried, failed, got caught. I don't think they want this out there publicly. What needs to happen is Trump needs to sit down with Putin. Forget Mueller and the Russian collusion delusion. Uh, isn't it interesting, too, that on the 17th, Mueller is going to tell the Democrats in Congress all the dirty stuff in the report that didn't get published. Well, first of all, if it's not published and it's not public, it's not worth anything. But that doesn't mean that he's not going to say things that will push the Democrats towards impeachment. Could that have been a motivator for Putin to think about a preemptive strike? Putin is already on the record as having said if Hillary Clinton got elected, he would have launched a first strike against the United States. And that obviously was due to her debate number two comments in the 2016 election campaign when she said she'd create a no-fly zone and would shoot down anything that would violate it, which first target would have been Russian airplanes. We're in a mess. The world's in a mess. Our country's in a mess. The left wants a war. Mueller will say anything, I believe, to provoke the removal of Trump, which could provoke Trump, uh, Putin to launch a first strike. I don't think it will take the form of Internet cables, but it's going to take some form. Why is Trump thinking about Iran? Well, let's say that Trump really doesn't want to attack Iran, and I don't think he does or we already would have done it. But I think he needs the leverage against Putin right now. We'll have to wait and see where this goes. But these are the essentials as we understand them right now. We have identified the initial target for the Russian submarines, and that was to cut Internet cables. 
and that attack on our cables was stopped. We do not have a casualty report on the United States, nor do we know the name of the ship at this point. I've heard a couple of rumors, but I'm not putting them out there because I would be irresponsible because there could be family members listening to this broadcast, and I don't want to unduly alarm anybody. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. Again, I want to refer you to Noble Gold's IRA. This is the time to make sure that you're vested and you're protected and you're not in cash 100%. We'll see you back here again next time. Please share this on your social media.